got started in 2005, is that right? Uh, t- no, like 2006, early 2016 or 2015. Okay. okay. It wasn't About five years before. Yeah. yeah, the first record came out in uh, February 2016, and I think it took us not quite a year, you know, maybe nine months or something to get that together and all that. Or 2015. Yeah. So how, how yeah. so what, uh, how did y'all get started? Uh, you know, how, when, when did, when did you find out within yourselves that it's like, now, now I want to play music, you know? With this band or, or in general, in general, yeah. Oh, geez, oh. I mean, it seemed like the, just the thing I was always interested in it myself. And, you know, as I got to an age where I had friends I could play with, it's just, you know, the people I hung out with, that's what they wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do. And, you know, you just play with who you could. I grew up in Kansas, so <laughs> I didn't have a whole lot of options. But uh, you know, yeah, just from that. <laughs> well, what sparked? Uh, what was the what was the band for each of y'all that really kind of made your head turn and realized that it's like I want to pick up a guitar or play drums or bass or me, Van Halen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a, yeah, I was, I was a Keith Moon guy myself, man. Once I saw him, I was like, ooh, all right. And then, obviously, the Van Halen, Skinner, all the good stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> me, I think it was when my older brother brought home Appetite for Destruction. As cheesy as yeah. it is. <laughs> Holy shit, that was really great. I hadn't heard anything like that before. What about you, Shawnee? Um, my uncle and I spent a lot of time together, and uh, he was really into the cult. And uh, I remember that love, listening to that record was kind of like the big flash moment for me. Uh, Good record. I was like, okay, riff, rock, and like this all makes sense to me. And, uh, and I looked up my uncle, and it was like kind of, he's into it, kind of like, I want to. That's kind of when it happened for me. Cool. Well, so when y'all when y'all started playing as a band, I mean, y'all have just a fantastic sound. And one of the things that uh, I really I really dig about your band is is that y'all came out of the gate hot. I mean, you, sounding just really tight, really good, and the style that y'all play. Um, I like I like how you're. How, in in a lot of the articles I've read and stuff about about Duel is that it's it's a uh, it's like this '70s proto metal style and to me it's like cranked up a notch or two and uh, it just has a really good sound to it and was 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 that something that y'all came into purposely or was it just kind of an organic thing that you know y'all were into kind of similar stuff and just came together and created a sound or Kind of both. I think, like, initially it was real intentional to sound like a proto-metal band, you know, something like Buffalo or something. 
which that was the idea. But really, when we just get together and play, it sounds how it does. And I look back, it doesn't sound anything like that to me. I feel like it sounds a lot more modern than that, you know, way more modern than most of my tastes, you know. But I just, it's the how it works out when we all, when we all work together, it just all steers it in this one direction, you know? Yeah. Well, so how, uh, how, how do y'all normally, uh, come together as a, as a group, you know, does someone come up with the riff and then you just kind of go off of that or does someone come up with a, a drum line well, or really every which way, you know, uh, we just all come up with different stuff at different times and we'll finish each other's songs and stuff like that. So we just, you know, we just work well together, you know, but, uh, we're constantly doing it different, different ways. You know, <laughs> this obviously being different, <laughs> right? <laughs> this yeah. is probably the new way we're going to practice. So I'm glad. Yeah. I'm now, now we work off capella. Through Zoom. Right. <laughs> Justin's becoming a hell of a beatboxer. Y yeah, exactly. Man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's working out as an experiment for y'all to figure out how to practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we actually got our first one in a while coming up on Monday. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, y'all are doing a live stream on the 30th? Uh-huh. Let's talk about that for a minute. So, what? How do how do people uh, check it out, and, and what's the, what's the story behind that? Um, would, uh, a friend of ours does it, and he had approached us about it, and it, um, they do a real good job. They use multiple cameras and mix it to where it looks good. It's you know exciting to watch. Um, so many of them are just like a camera on a. Or a phone on a tripod in your rehearsal room. Right. It's still kind of like that, but it's a little more interesting. Um, and the guy has this um, um, YouTube channel, Safe House Sessions, and he's been doing it for a few years. And we actually did one years ago for him, uh, but it was, you know, uh, they would just stream out of an old house. So it's kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, it's just like that. So what, what? They have four phones. Yeah. <laughs> they have four phones. Yeah. They have four phones on tripods. So they're up, up there, man. It's good. <laughs> so what, what time is that happening? Three in the afternoon. Three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Texas time. And where can, where can people log in? Uh, I think it's you just go to Safe House ATX. Uh, you can you can look that up and follow the the links to the where you stream it. But we've been doing posts with the link. Um, it's a pretty simple one, but okay. it's it's called Safe House ATX. Is his YouTube channel? Okay, cool. Yeah, well, I'll make I'll make sure to include that in with the uh, with the interview and the article and everything to. So I'll get I'll get this out before uh, y'all do the live stream. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, so, man. Yeah, man. Well, we you were know, trying to we were supposed to be on tour in Europe again all June, so we kind of wanted to do a time where our European fans could see and you know the U.S. fans could see. Uh, it kind of just worked out afternoon time here. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's, that's cool. Well, so yeah, so how uh, how how's everyone holding up for right now with uh, with COVID? Y'all are in. Are y'all all based in Austin right now, or are you spread out? Spread out. Yeah, pretty we're, much. It's around the Austin area. Okay. All we all within an hour or so of each other, though. Sean lives up north a bit, and Jeff lives out east, and. Me and Justin live in town, but we're, you know, in 45 minutes, we can all meet the place. Yeah, yeah, it's not too dissimilar from Houston. I mean, you go from the woodlands down to uh, downtown, and you're an hour away. Yeah, it's still realistic. I feel sorry for Sean and Jeff, because they're the ones that live outside of town and always have to make the trip. I feel sorry for you people that live in the city right now. <laughs> I was going to say, man, yep. he's having a good time. <laughs> yeah. I love it out here, and I still have my studio out in the country, so it hasn't affected me a whole lot. Oh, that's good. I mean, I make a little bit of country wherever I'm at, obviously, so it's all good. <laughs> It smells like a farm, anyway. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> so, do y'all have? Are y'all able to make any plans yet for uh, touring? Or are you? Are you just kind of staying, uh, staying under the radar for the moment, just to see what's going on? Or uh, we had a lot of really big things happening this year. Um, it's just like the worst year to have stuff fall. At- Part, you yeah. know um and luckily a lot of those bigger things have been reaching out to reschedule for the following year like hellfest and stuff like that um so it's just kind of been stuff like that but we have a show booked for july 4th that i don't even know if it's gonna happen you know but to get a flea market i believe correct <laughs> yeah and it's like us and the well and uh yeah, and um, so we kind of have plans. I'm just, you know, I'm. I just at this point, man, I don't want to get too excited about anything. You know, yeah. I know it's gotten weird. I mean, it's like a couple of months ago. I think all of us were kind of thinking it's like, okay, we'll stay in place for a little bit, and then, and then it'll move on, and we'll kind of go back to our yeah. regular lives. Yeah, we and got, all of a sudden, it's like here we are mid-may and it's like holy shit we're still uh we're still in it and now people are talking just how you are you know to where it's like i don't know it's like i have a show uh in on uh over labor day in tennessee that i mean they're moving full steam ahead still but i don't i don't know you know yeah are they that's the weird thing it's yeah like they are but you never know you get up there yeah um. So luckily, you know, who knows what next year is going to look like, but um, at least people are moving forward and trying to plan for a safe time. There's a a festival we're booking for February out in Arizona that, you know, hopefully that would be cool to work out. You know, who knows? It just depends on what happens here, you know. Yeah. And everywhere else. We were over there when all this started, and it was like a week behind us. Everywhere we left got <laughs> locked down. Until the know? end, and then it caught up to us, and we had to jump ship as fast as possible. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah, we got home maybe four days before the world shut down or something. Man, oh, we wow. were hugging people. And <laughs> you think how close we were to people and, and taking money for merch and, you know, eating donor kebabs with dirty hands at night after all that. And then, hey, don't don't knock the donor. Don't knock the donor. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they didn't do nothing. They didn't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but we all made it out. Uh, healthy, you know. So. That's good. Well, so, so talk, talking about talking about music a little bit more. What are uh, what are some of the things that all of y'all are listening to currently? <coughs> that new Horizon that came out the other day. I'm digging that right now. I don't know if y'all have heard that one yet. Mm-hmm. There's a band called Banshee I keep listening to. And then Pink Floyd Animals. I've been kind of those three albums back and forth lately. Sean? Uh, oh, yeah. I've been listening to Michael Plague. I've uh, been kind of grabbing all their records lately. The little four piece kind of post punk. It's like a simpler version of the refute. But still, that kind of same screamy punk. Uh, it's like, but it's got these like Hawaiian or surf uh, back tones to it. It's pretty interesting. What's the, what's the name of the group? Blake Blake Bender. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do they have a ukulele in the band? No, no, no. kind of that like vibrato. <laughs> well, the Hawaiian kind of vibe. No, no, they just wear the shirts. You know, and they yeah. Uh, I've been into Fog Hat again lately. Nice. Yeah, nice. man. Every now and then you gotta go revisit that. That's a that's a damn good one. And then whenever me and Sean were over in Europe, we stayed up late night and we watched uh, like some Hi. German show. And there was this there was a couple different bands, but surprisingly enough, there was this one hip hop girl named uh Ayona, Alanya, Alanya. Ayona. What is it? Ayona, Ayona. Ayona, Ayona. Yeah. Well, she's Polish, and it's one of the, like I don't understand a word she says, but it's it's fucking good. But you're buying Great. what she's selling. Eat enough mushrooms, it's fucking perfect. Uh, I haven't been listening much, man. In my I got these this Jack Bruce double because it was cheap at the record store like a month ago, and uh, it's amazing, man. It's his songs are unreal, and every song is completely different from the other one. I didn't even know he had solo albums, uh, but I've been listening to that, and really, I've just been uh, trying to. Any moment I have that's appropriate trying to write, you know, because I don't, you know, it's rare I don't have to work or do anything and really want to make use of this time. So the first month or so, it's just kind of like, ah, I didn't know what to, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and so, but I think after I found the holes in the day, we're like, well, man, I should be playing guitar right now. And this time happens every day. So um, now after the month 
first month or so, I've got some good momentum and a system, and I'm really kind of like enjoying <laughs> this downtime now because uh, it's nice to have some time to, you know, let, let them think about stuff. You play instead of just put it out and have regrets later, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, yeah, it is It is kind of strange. It's like, I, I personally, I'm starting to kind of settle into some of the downtime and try and take advantage of of what I can and stuff and try to move forward with a bunch of personal projects. Me too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're looking, you're looking real busy right now. I am, man. <laughs> This is hard work, Bubba. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, uh, well, that's cool that you're able to write. And uh, what are, um, do you have any particular uh, inspirations on your lyrics or, or? Uh... Uh, not really. I mean, um like what's been inspirational music wise, I've been trading guitars with people online stuff. I don't want. And so a new instrument's been really inspirational, you know, That's cool. something just a, something you want. Yeah. I'm with this guitar and, you know, play it differently and whatever. But yeah, lyric wise, I've been watching a lot of uh, Vikings television shows. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I know what the new album's gonna sound like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good fit. There'll be lots of accents. We're gonna need a lot more toms, a lot of, a lot of door drums. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very cool. Well, so when did when did uh, when did y'all start as individuals? When did you start playing music? Thirteen. Well, I started playing guitar when I was 13, but I was always, like, music class, and it's, like, always my favorite class to go to. So I felt like I've been playing music pretty much my whole life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I actually started playing violin at, like, five. And then I think about, yeah, 11 or 12, I got rid of that thing and got a guitar. But, yeah, pretty much whole life. You know, yeah, it choose the life it chooses you sometimes or something. <laughs> well, I'm like, once you're old enough that everybody's, you know, you know, you got a friend with a drum set and you've got a friend with that's usually around eighth grade, ninth grade, you know. Yep. And, uh, you know, that was definitely the, the, the real start, I think, you know. Sure. Yeah, I guess I was around. Trying to lock in that. with a drummer for the first time, you know. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. And also realizing what a piece of shit amp you have for the first time. Everything <laughs> <laughs> is great until you try to play over a drum kit. Oh, like, yeah. PD! PD! Dude, my PD Bandit is awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I that, wish I still had I that. Yeah, those are great. <laughs> that was my first several shows. I'm going to set them. Yeah, I have a I have a little uh, Epiphone combo amp that I don't even know the size. I think it's got a ten inch in it, and uh, I bought that probably when I was it, I was like twelve or thirteen or something. You know, it was a big deal to be able to get, 
and uh, I actually still have it. And I, I just touched one of the knobs the other day, and it fell off. <laughs> so, well, if you want to donate it to the studio, we'll use it for you. We'll fix it up and yeah. use it. Yeah. He'll put we'll, it, I'll he'll tape a new knob on there. Yeah. Yeah, use it as a little squawk box. Yeah. <laughs> you can get some cool old school tones out. I really want to get a hold of uh, one of those old Gibson Zephyrs that are out of the 40s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have a Those old Gibson amps sound awesome. Yeah, they yeah. have an awesome tone. It's like one knob on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it starts breaking up pretty soon, like the more you turn it up. so. For solos and stuff in the studio, those are the best little amps. And like the tiny little speakers and little 5 watt or something and just crank it up to 10. Uh, I love those little things. So what are y'all? Uh, what are y'all playing on? What do you? What what guitars are you digging right now? Reverend guitars. I got <laughs> sponsored by them for the last tour. So uh, endorsement drop. I have. <laughs> yeah, I have a contender, and I have a, a what's the other? The sensei. The sensei I left in Europe though. But they're both amazing guitars, Railhammer pickups, also owned by Reverend. They are the best guitars you can play. And I like my vintage Gibsons as well. I just picked up a, uh, a 70s Electra that's really cool. It's like a, kind of a mix between... I usually play SGs, you know, but... Uh, I, and I love SGs. There's nothing wrong with them, but it's just, it's so common, especially in our genre of music, to see an SG on stage, you know? <laughs> uh, so I got uh, this old Electra that's cool. It's like a double cutaway. It's real light. And then I also picked up a um, uh, 70s Epiphone uh, Wilshire or Cornette, one of those. Like what Sonic Smith played. Yeah. It's cool. It's basically SG, just looks different, you know. That's very cool. How about drums? Well, hold on. There's one more guitar player. Oh, yeah. John. <laughs> the Fenders, man. I don't really trade my guitars. I just much of a gearhead. It's just me. It's just like it sounds good, but. <laughs> I play zero guitars, but I uh, I have a, a Ludwig Keystone drum kit. It's uh, fucking awesome. In the states, I get to play these. In Europe, I play with a <laughs> That's very important. But uh, here, yeah, and then uh, and uh, DW, I'm kind of. I traded in, uh, you know, the whole hot rod thing for shitty uh, beat up van and really nice drum kit and above ground pool. So that was my that was my life choice. <laughs> <laughs> but I will I will drop sponsors just like Jeff. I will drop names if anyone's interested in you know that kind of stuff. So you know, <laughs> Pine Grove leather. Oh yeah, Pine Grove Pine Grove leather, and that they actually. 
hook up Sean to the finest stick bags known to man. And oh yeah, and uh, Tyler's butt wax. It sounds funny, but it's actually a stick wax that I use. And, uh, and it also goes on your play. Well, you, it can, but preferably your drumsticks. And also uh, the Ultimate, which is a cab company, but uh, Dylan over at Worshipper Cabs built me a snare, and it's a bad mofo. And oh, cool. uh, every now and then, if you can talk him into building drums, he builds amazingly good drums that are way too heavy to carry around, but he's huge, so it's fine for him. But, yeah, it's, they're badass. So worship for cabs and drums. That Like, I play the, their snare, and it's it's a fucking crusher. Cool. Yeah, man. Well, awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, y'all's uh, live stream on uh, on the 30th. So I'll make sure to to log in and check it out. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, excited to play again. Yeah. yeah, we haven't seen each other except for this, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're supposed to have already had two more tours and then heading for Europe in like a week. Yeah, yeah sure. next week we're supposed to be in uh, in uh, New Mexico, right? Yeah, 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 and straight to Europe. Yeah, yeah. So it's a I'm message. taking a blacksmithing class instead. It's the same thing, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, Figured exactly. it'd be really hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. Well, thanks y'all again, and uh, I will. Uh, I'll make sure to spread the word as much as we can on our end for the uh, live stream and and promote buying merch and albums and and all that stuff. Oh, y'all with uh, heavy psych sounds, aren't you? They yeah. are. Yeah. That's cool. How do you like how do you like them as a label? Uh, they're they're great. good. Yeah, because they do um if they were just a label, um it would be okay, I guess. But um they do booking and um and they also provide us with uh backline and van that's really affordable so we can you know, we have we have some real advantages when it comes to touring. That's why we're able to do it more because uh, our costs are low and we've got a real good booking agent, you know. That's cool. So that was kind of all an all-in-one thing. And, you know, it's a struggle to get each one of those things, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's what, was, what made it so easy for us is um, – you know, within about six months of starting the band, um, Gabriel had approached us with this. And so from the beginning, we've had really good support, you know, and he's, we're, you know, personal friends and he's a, a legitimate fan of the music, um, which helps, you know, he's a good guy. <laughs> he's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, very cool. Awesome. Well, hopefully you'll, all of y'all will be on the road sooner than later. And until then we'll, uh, we'll do stuff like this still. <laughs> oh man, we can, we can, we can live with this too, man. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, yeah. Right. <laughs> and I need to start doing my interviews in the pool. I haven't had to wear shorts with pockets on them for, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. 
All right, y'all.